0: Hey, my lovelies. I just wanted to hop on here before this episode starts and just say thank you. Thank you for listening. And also that you can find me on some social media. So on Instagram, it's Centered Homes and Minds. And we have this amazing Facebook group where we share different tips, ideas, and strategies amongst each other. And it's a really supportive group of women. And that is declutter. Homes and minds on Facebook. So check it out. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing and listening, and you think your friends would too, feel free to bring them all on board. We would love to have them over here sharing information. And I wish we could have a radio show where we could call in and we could chat live. I think that that would be so much fun, but thank you so much and have a great day. What does it mean to be centered? Well, centered is a reference point to come back to. When life's challenges and emotions push you off balance, you have a reference point to come back to. That's being centered. We wanna feel centered in our homes. So women, moms, regardless of where you are in the world, we all face such similar challenges. How do we get it all done and then still find time for ourselves? We're all just everyday moms trying to keep it all together. There's dishes to wash. There's things to always get picked up, appointments to get to, not so many events to attend right now. But don't forget, we all need to be happy and loving and so accessible. Somehow, some way, in all of this, we have lost ourselves, our dreams, our goals, just time to be alone. We've lost our center. Can't you feel so isolated at times? Guess what? You're not alone. There's millions of us out here, and we're going to support each other. We're going to share raw, honest talk about our homes and our minds. Centered is going to share tips and strategies to make your home more centered. So let's get started. Hey, good morning. How are you all? It is so wonderful and so needed for me to talk with you all today. It's been a time, as we all know, and we're going through these ebbs and flows or it's just crazy how much things and commitments and other people can just suck up our time. It's like they're like, I don't know, little aliens in there sucking the life out of you sometimes. I know that we can all feel that way. So I wanted to stay in line with the Motivational Monday quote of simplify, simplify, simplify with Thoreau. And, you know, he was really onto something that he probably didn't even realize would still transcend so many generations and so many technological advances that have actually happened in our society that it should have like saved us time but so many things are sucking the time away from us and that means it's taking time away from you and the whole purpose of this podcast is to enlighten you and inspire you to take action so that you can start doing the things that you want to do whether that be again with your family or you just need some me time. Let's let's be real like we need me time too. Because if we can recharge ourselves, we can be so much better for everyone else and that's what my goal is. I just want us to be better for ourselves and that means me time. So what I've done is I have created a list of 8 very simple things to do. Now You're going to fall into a routine and that takes time. So it could take up to 21 days. It could take up to 30 days to get into a routine where you are consistently doing these things. But once you get into that, you are simplified, 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 and your life is going to change and you're going to have me time. So let's get started. The first thing, it's the whole overview of my podcast, is donate. Or throw out items the biggest way to simplify your life is simplify your home our home is such a time-consuming place when it comes to cleaning and cooking so if we can simplify these spaces you are going to be able to clean faster prepare meals faster which means more you time So again, let's go back to what we've been talking about is really overhauling our homes. And this is going to take time. It really is. But you can do it at your pace. That's the great thing so that you don't get stressed out. But know that there's a goal at the end. So write down that goal. What is the goal for your home? Do you want it simplified in the fact that you want to bring more beauty and joy into your home? Do you want it simplified because you just want it less time consuming? You know, create a goal for you. My goal for myself was really twofold. I want to live where I look at beautiful things, but. Ultimately, I want to be able to clean extremely quickly because that is what my eyes focus on and that is what brings me stress is like, oh, I've got to do those dishes or those papers on the counter. So if you can simplify your items by donating to a friend, a family member, a consignment shop, um a place where you can just donate items such as like a goodwill here in America, it will really change your life. It's amazing psychologically the effect that our stuff has on our brain. So number one, simplify your stuff. Number two, so this kind of goes right along with simplifying your stuff. With decor, do what you love to see but do it in a minimalistic fashion and what i mean by that is instead of having a display maybe of 10 items that you're going to have to remove and then go clean underneath how about a max of 4 and for myself i love items in groups of 3 it's visually i think it's really cool and i can clean around it i can pick them up really quickly so Take a look at your decor and do what you love to see. So now I'm saying, listen, if you love those 10 items and you don't mind picking them up to clean the dust, go for it. But maybe try to minimize. Number three, organize, organize, organize. This is the key in your home to simplifying is to organize. So organizing things like your closet organizing the way that you move materials from one area to the other, which we've discussed. The use of baskets is so helpful. Baskets on the stairs to carry things up and down. Uh, Baskets at your entryway for your kids' backpacks or hooks. Take a look around your home. Make a plan on what you can organize because I guarantee you, once you have a system in place, for your drop zones of where your family tends to drop items. And then you gather in a plan for that. Again, it becomes so simplistic and you save so much time. Number three, we're going to get into the mind balance now a little bit. Create an AM and PM routine. And this is something that we've talked about on the podcast. Things in the morning for me are, um, I love to get up and exercise. And I'm not a morning person, ladies. I am not. My sister is like rainbows and unicorns and sunshine. And I am literally like, get the hell out of my face and don't talk to me until I get to the point where it's okay. And you'll know because the look on my face will tell me that I'm approachable. And I don't drink coffee. So there's nothing that really helps me get going in the morning. Uh, But I do enjoy exercising. I love to journal. I love to get a cup of tea, or in the summertime, just a nice glass of maybe some water with some lemon, and I love to journal, and I love to listen to the Bible on um, a tape. So right now, I'm currently listening to the One Year Bible, and that's wonderful because it gives you a snippet of the Bible in 365 days throughout the year. So it really feeds my brain by the journaling, and it's just a wonderful thing to do. And having a PM routine is things like, you know, making sure the dishes are done every night so that when you get up in the morning, you don't see that clutter and that mess. Um, Having a cocktail, a mocktail, a, a me time where you can meditate, you can read a book, something that you do to bring yourself back into, I'm in mom mode now, I'm in wife mode, girlfriend mode. Um, just something to give you a little bit more grounding. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. Number five, I would die without a planner. I'm not even lying. Like my to-do list is so important and it's so important for you because again, it's staying in that mind balance. You have to get, everything out of your head so that you can focus on moving forward there's nothing worse than going to bed at night and your mind starts going over everything that you have to do whether it's tomorrow next week next month next year and I've been through this the last month so I'm so glad that I use a planner because my daughter's 16th birthday was coming up and we had elaborate plans because it's our sweet 16 and because of COVID those had to be changed and If I hadn't written down the craziness that was going on in my house, I probably would have gone mad. So get yourself a planner. Do what works for you. It could be as simplistic as a piece of paper in a notebook, but keep it in the notebook. Don't have papers scattered all over the place. Like I have found a planner that works for me. Find out what works for you. Try different things. Number six, this one is hard for me and I'm not the best at it. But when I do, it simplifies my life so much and changes my eating habits for the better. And I am healthier. So please, please, please give this one a try. And I'm going to have someone on my podcast that's going to talk about this um, in the near future. So meal planning and prepping. Now, this can take some time on a particular day. Maybe a Sunday and a Wednesday where you meal prep for the days that are upcoming. But, oh, girls, it changes things so much. It changes things for the better of knowing every day, here's what I'm going to eat. Here's what I already have prepped. So it may take time up front, but it saves you so much time throughout the week. And I am back on track this week, which I am happy to say. And it was so refreshing to come home from a very busy day yesterday working and be able to know exactly what I was going to do and not have to think about it. So meal prep. Number seven goes back into the planning a little bit. So if there's an activity that you like to do, but it takes a little bit of prep time, do that beforehand. So with working out, I lay my clothes out. It means that I can just get out of bed, my groggy self. It's not pretty, I have curly hair, and it's all over the place, but I know where my workout clothes are, my sneakers, my hair ties, so that I don't look crazy, even though I'm in my own house. If you've ever seen Seinfeld. The old episodes of Seinfeld, my hair looks like Kramer first thing in the morning. It's it's crazy. My kids laugh at me. And sometimes it looks so crazy. I have to wait for people to see it just to prove that it's so insane. So plan out your workouts. I have a board. And this is new for me. I'm not, not going to lie on this aspect either. This is new for me of uh, planning. But I have committed to the next six weeks. I have a checklist on a board that's in my office. I work out in my office. And I just check off every day. And it's invigorating to see that I'm now, today is two and a half weeks into my new plan. So I'll keep you posted on how it goes on my six weeks. Number eight, and the last one, and this is going to be hard. And you may not like me for it, but your brain is going to thank me. Set time limits on when you're going to check your email at work or at home and getting on social media. Social media is a wonderful thing, but it can zap us of our time. So make things simplistic and say, I'll get on at eight, noon, five, and I'll check my emails at nine, 1. Set yourself those limits. Now at work, I could check emails, Consistently because they pop up, they pop up, but it takes you away from something else, and then you're getting into too much multitasking, and your brain gets a little tired and fatigued. And both of these two things are highly addictive. Our brains have been trained through the developers of email and social media to want it, to want more of it, but it zaps our time and it takes time away from other things that we could be doing that could be more helpful in in productivity for our lives. But guys, I love social media. I'm not going to lie. I love getting on it. I love connecting with people. It's amazing, but it can be very time consuming. So just set some limits for yourself. Even have a social media free day, no social media and phones at the dinner table. You know, figure out what works for you because what works for me may not work for you, but I guarantee you, If you can set time limits and reduce the amount of time that you're actually doing it, you're going to simplify things for yourself, and you're really going to enjoy those. So, again, simplify, simplify, simplify. Things will get better. It's going to take time, so go easy on yourself. And I could add a bonus. Say no. Don't say yes to everything. If you don't want to do it, don't get guilted into doing it. And I know it's so hard as mom and moms and women. We want to get ahead at work. We want to impress the PTA or PTO. But say no. It's probably the biggest thing on this whole entire list is saying no and setting boundaries. Let's talk soon. That was just so much fun. So let's have a quick recap. Number one, throw out and donate your items. Number two, have fewer decorative items in your home. Number three, organize, organize, organize. I cannot say that one enough. Number four, establish an AM and PM routine. Also in this routine, create some time to give gratitude for the things that you do have number five please use a planner and get those items out of your head number six meal prep and i'll be working on this one with you number seven set out your workout attire and set a plan for your workout goals number eight establish times for email and social media now ladies i promise you if you can do these eight steps and they're going to take some time to get into a routine and it's going to take some time with some of them to simplify but you will thank me for it later you will have more me time which means better mental health for you to give back to others let's get started and have a great day